0: Listening to CLNS Media powered by BetOnline.ag. Go to CLNSMedia.com/roll. Use our promo code CLNS50 for 50 percent off your first deposit.
1: You're listening to the Black and Gold Hockey Podcast. Time to start the Bruins hockey talk from three different countries. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show.
0: Everyone's fans, and welcome back to the Black and Gold Hockey Podcast. Today's episode 131 is being recorded on June 9th, 2019, and brought to you by our awesome show sponsor, betonline.ag. Uh, we have a long list of topics to discuss in this episode as we tee up the Stanley Cup Finals game six tonight. But before that, Jazz, let's welcome back the rest of our panel Rob, Tomlin, and Court Lalonde. Hello, gentlemen. How's it going?
2: It's going good. Ready for game six. Do or die time.
0: It's
1: going nervous. okay. It's going okay. I, don't know. I was saying to you before, Rob. I mean, Mark. I was at the game. I don't know. I've been, I've been, I've been captain positive until now. I don't know. I was at Game Six. It cost me a lot of money, and I was very disappointed. It wasn't just because they lost. Just because how they lost, and how, just oh,
0: it sucks, man. Well. Looking back at the schedule, and particularly in this series, the Stanley Cup final series, in the 7-2 beatdown um, on Saturday night, the 1st of June, uh, and anything after that, the Bruins have lost the last two games in regulation um, and just have not looked good. Um, I, I don't have anything to say about what the, the problem is or where, where areas are to be addressed. That is a coaching staff problem and way out of Top my six. league. Top six. Yeah, and way out of my league. But anyway, um, let's just start with, and it seems to be a very hot topic, is the officiating. And it's been absolutely horrendous, absolutely horrendous. And we talked about this earlier in the show. It seemed that uh, uh, Craig Berube, the St. Louis Blues coach, um, kind of threw a shot in the air to the, uh, to the league. Booby. To the league, and, and you know, mentioning that the, it, the officiating has not been very good. And I'm paraphrasing there, of course. And then it just seemed like the series kind of shifted to getting the calls their way. Well, recently, Bruce Cassidy, the Boston Bruins coach, kind of said the same thing uh, on the lines of the officiating is horrendous and terrible. Uh, they missed a lot of, lot of calls, particularly in the game that you went to court. And, oh, it was uh, ridiculous. The headshots have been absolutely ridiculous. That's correct. And, uh, and, and when the referees are in close proximities, they're not making the call. So hopefully what Bruce Cassidy said can even the plane or maybe tilt the series into our favor. Who knows? I actually don't want this series to be in the, in the, in the officiating hands. I want. But the it tw- has been. That's the problem. I know. I want the two teams that are on the ice that have fought hard to get here to put it all out in the ice and let them determine the game, not the officiating. It's been an yeah. absolute
1: frickin'
2: joke. Yeah, game one and two, I think the the refs missed a lot of bad things that the Bruins did. Uh, games three and four, it seems like it swung the other way. and I mean, game four was the worst out of all of them. Sorry, game five, not game four. I'm um, remembering numbers wrong. Uh Yeah, game five, the officiating was worse than I think any other game in the whole playoffs, maybe. I mean, there wasn't that huge missed call like there was in some of the other games, but there was so many, it was unreal. Um I think it was game four where Teresenko pushed one of the Bruins into the boards and claimed that he got elbowed in the face, and that was counted as a penalty. That was um, embarrassing. Yeah. There's there's been so many, I mean, some of the trips that was unclifting. going some of the trips going both ways have been ridiculous. Like brushing up against a guy's leg and he just goes down. The oh. topex um, are not trips. Yeah. And I'm calling that both ways because a couple of times the Bruins have gone down a little easy. I'm not saying the diving, I just mean they've gone down from oh, contact. It? But it's it's just one of those things. Like they need to they need to stop focusing on what the officiating is doing and try and get on with the game. Because I think in game five, it frustrated the Bruins, and that was one of the one of the main reasons they just couldn't get going. Every time they gave up a penalty, if it was a bad call, you could see them all like head in hands, like getting frustrated. You can't do that. If the whistle's called, no complaining's going to change that. But the problem the is
1: they're, they're normally cool and collective, but they're complaining because it gets to a point where you're like, come on. Like, it was yeah. just, I'm watching this. When Krug gets chicken winged out there and nothing is happening, and they almost scored again unless Crazy, if Crazy doesn't dive across the crease like he did, oh, that was that's a goal. Thing. And sh- sure as shit, Petrolangelo's chicken winging Krug. Like, he's holding his arm. And that's the second time I've seen that in this series. I'm just at the point where I'm just like, are oh, you got to be effing kidding me? Like it's just, there's, there's, you know, letting them play, which they were. In the first round, I don't care. Leaf fans can get mad. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the whole DeBrusque should have got a two minute, two minute penalty, but that's about it. But they were letting them play. And then ever since that stupid Vegas game, when they did, they made a bonehead call. It's like the refs have become chicken shit. And they're like, well, no, I don't want, I don't want it to be on me. Whether this team wins or loses, this is not me. So. They're deciding to put the whistle away at the very end of a period. Well, come on, get your head out of your ass. I spent almost four grand and it was embarrassing that the NHL, they deserve, like, I wasn't kidding when I sent out that tweet, I was sitting at breakfast and these guys had their, uh, their NHL badges on uh, their lanyards and they were sitting beside me and Vanessa and Vanessa was like, I think they work for um, the NHL. And I look over, I'm like, Oh, they do. And she's like, we should go up and ask for our money back. (laughs) <laughs> and then I'm like no and that's when I was like I should just go when they get up pull their chair out from underneath them <laughs> and then they'll know what it's like that's, that's because it was unbelievable the non-call on achari. just gets to the point where I'm just like I was with the fans people were throwing stuff on the ice people were getting pissed um, the idiots had fought each other in the stands if you listen to us stop because you're idiots but yeah. like ah, fuck it was so pissed me off I had such yeah. a good time in Boston the city of Boston was amazing I don't know if you saw it. I lost my cell phone in the cab. Got it back. Yeah, I saw that. That is that is amazing. Like the hotel I stayed at, the Hyatt, fantastic customer service. Fantastic. Yeah. Nice. That guy got my
0: phone back. I was in shock. That's awesome. Um, what has not been awesome and moving on to the next topic is is the, the top six uh, not scoring uh, and, and virtually a no-show. I don't know how many zeros I've seen. In this particular series, from players like Bergeron, Marchand. Well, they, they haven't scored five on five yet, right? That's, that's the zeros then. It's five on five. Never mind the special teams and so on. But uh, how important is this team going to need the veterans, especially those those guys on the top line, to to start producing this to, to stay alive in the series? Because this is, everybody knows it's cliche and everything, but it, it's do or die. <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, without the top six, the Bruins don't make the playoffs. Like, the way the top six were playing earlier on in the year when there was no third-line centre, there was no no anyone. But coming into this series, you're leaning on them guys, you're expecting them to produce, and it's just not there. And the Blues have done an amazing job of shutting down that top six. Because if you look in every other series, I think the top six outperformed – both teams lines like every other line so it's just it's frustrating to watch and i'm just hoping they can ignite something because it looks like carson coleman's going to be placed in the top six tonight yeah he's playing yes he's
0: he is in per uh bruce cassidy and that to
1: me is a i love bruce but it's like uh you're just hoping and praying yeah i don't care what anybody says he didn't fucking score goals so
0: yeah, it seems very desperation um, yeah. to me, um, and it is. It's do or die, and he's going to roll the dice. Um, I was kind of hoping that uh, history would play a little bit of a part in this, um, but it's to have a, a leader like uh, David Vakas on the and his in his grit. I'm not saying that the guy's going to go in there and score a hat trick and be the, you know the number one star of the game, but he does add some value to the to the team. In the grit area, and uh, and he knows this team very well. So, I I don't know. Uh, I'm not sold on Kuhlman. I think Kuhlman's a good piece, future piece, but as in right now, when you're trying to win a championship, I'm not sure if that's the, the player I, I would want in there. And it, it, it it's apparent that it's a speed factor on that second line because um, that that they've been shutting them down too, and they can't get anything created. I mean, especially. But they're not getting to the puck, and yeah. I think DeBrusque is hurt because like he has been um, invisible
1: since the series against Toronto. I think he got hurt straight up. Yeah. When he got hit by Nazem Kadri, we all know it looked really bad. I think it was really bad. Yeah. yeah. And Krejci hasn't been the same against since Columbus since he got hit. So, I don't know. Marshan, oh. I was saying it to Mark before, I think he got hurt in that scrimmage. Everybody was saying, oh, he's fine.
2: I really don't think he is, because he can't shoot a puck if he tried. Debrusque has less points than everyone on the fourth line from the looks of things. Uh, Debrusk has been uh, horrendous
1: since the first two. Yeah, it doesn't horrendous.
2: seem like he's all there, like Court said. He probably is injured. Um David Backus, on the other hand, seems to be the one on that line that seems least injured, but is a guy coming out. So that's a bit of a strange one. But like Well, you, said, you want def- Debrusque in there, right? Yeah, and it's a, it is a speed factor because I think DeBrus would have more points if he had a more speedy guy on that line because we all know David Krejci is it, as phenomenal as he is as a player, he's not one for keeping up with speed uh, and if DeBrus is the only one breaking into that zone, they're just going to shut him down, put three guys on him and he's going nowhere uh, There's Damn. a couple of times he's danced through a couple of D-men, but that's not gonna happen every game. And if you've got a guy like Coleman with him, he can attack the net at the same speed that Debrus can. So I think they're just hoping on putting a bit of extra speed on that line gets Debrus going as well. So anything we'll to see. jump
0: the zone entries um at a higher percentage is is Lack the up. for me. Yeah. It's just been I mean, you cross you cross the blue line and then that's it. I mean, it just seems like there's turnovers. Um Mismanagement of pucks, puck control has not been good. It's just it's not a very good product to see right now, especially, you know, after after that game on June 1st, that seven to two just beat down. I, I was a little more comfortable than I am sitting here right now and then I spent two, game three greater. grand on hockey tickets for Christ's <laughs> sake. Yeah, just see. That game. <laughs> I'm like, A five, it's all it new. No. <laughs> yeah, you definitely got the worst end of the stick on that one. Um but uh Moving forward, it, it, we definitely need some motivation in, in this club. Um, and like, I'm, I'm going to keep saying it. It's do or die. But uh, let's talk about uh, Chara playing and um, after his injury and what he brings to the team as in leadership, but also as in another member of this defense. Is it, is it right to bring him in because we really don't have anybody else? And, uh, and what, what can he do tonight to really spark this, this club as, as uh, the guy that wears the C on his jersey?
2: Just for the, the amount of time that he spent in the NHL and the leadership factor that he has on the bench, you bring him all in over anyone. I mean, you could have bumped Krug up to that top line and played a guy like Lozon on the bottom pair. But, I mean, you bring Chara in. If the guy can play and if he says he can play it, you play him. I don't think you got I mean Krug on forward no on oh. the top deeper, because if Chara's out then it's Krug's the only guy stepping in on that top pair so yeah. uh, and then but now it's like y- you have to play him if it's do or die and you take a guy like Chara out there's something very wrong. Um, the guy lives for moments like this, and he's been the one hyping everyone up. Over the last What two months Yeah Like all the videos He's been posting All the locker room stuff We've seen him involved in I think you need him out there Um, Yeah I I
1: have no problem With Char in the lineup I I want him in the lineup Uh, He isn't the problem He just isn't Any Anywhere close to being the problem Like uh, I I love the fact that We we had the morons Starting to blame Tuka again That was priceless (laughs) <laughs> um
0: oh that's not going to go if you're not right. scoring
1: goals how to frig could it ever be goaltending please just take your head out of your ass and think about it before you speak sometimes people yeah the, just it's, frustrating I, i'm sorry i'm just so frustrated it's just oh man it just pisses me right off
0: yeah i knew that wasn't gonna last as soon as some something bad happens in this series that you know that the wakes up all the haters and and the then the internet just fires back with this nonsense. So. Did you hear that stupid reporter
2: asking about Tim Thomas?
1: What the hell was that?
2: Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's like the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I <laughs> yeah, mean, got... Bennington got run out of the net in, what was it, game three?
1: And they're calling him a genius again. I'm like, and,
2: the, and they're saying, like, and then he plays one good game, game five, and all of a sudden he's this amazing goaltender again. But the thing is, none of the Blues fans quit on Binnington. I mean, there was... So much people saying, oh, it's one game, don't worry about it, it'll be back to what he was, blah, blah, blah. Bruins fans, one goal goes in that's a bit iffy, and Jesus Christ, (laughs) sailing down the river. Gee, oh, it was just, it's frustrating. Especially, like, the way I watched the game. Like, I saw the first period, fell asleep, woke up the next day, saw all the outrage on Twitter because... My phone just went off. And I was like, oh, great. What's happened? And then I watched the game and I'm like, oh, that's, that's not that bad. What? It ca- catches his inner pad and goes in. Oh, sorry. Like, these guys are playing 60 minutes, facing what, 40 shots on average a game, and one sneaks through, and that's the problem? No, I'm sorry. But if it's a 2 1 game and your forwards get probably a fluky goal, you need your followers to score and you need them to perform five on five and not just worry about getting power plays i mean they've been better on the penalty kill than they have been five on five so it's just stupid
0: yeah absolutely um real quick i just want to mention uh we are sponsored by betonline.ag and like we mentioned earlier uh, we're right in the middle of the 2019 Stanley Cup Finals against St. Louis Blues, so if your, if your confidence is high and feeling lucky, we suggest one website that's unlike no other place. No other place to place a wager. Get in on the action, grab the odds, and allow the experts at BetOnline.ag do the heavy lifting for you. Sports, live betting, virtual casinos, you name it, BetOnline.ag is CLNS Media's preferred sportsbook online. Please support our Black and Gold Hockey podcast by going to clnsmedia.com slash Bruins and use code CLNS50 for 50% back after your first deposit. That's clns50 at clnsmedia.com slash Bruins. Betonline.ag, your online sports work expert. I, for one,
2: am learning again how to bet, and I'm terrible at it. But Well, I said, I think, two podcasts ago that this – this was going to game seven and it, the Bruins would win. And uh, no one believed me. And here we are. I still don't.
1: Jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, Sorry, I was at the game, man.
2: I'll, I'll remember this. I'll remember this next week.
1: Well, I, hey, I hope. Hey, <laughs> I just rather be wrong. Yeah. Um, oh, can yeah. I just, do you guys, because I, I, don't, I don't live in Boston. So James Stewart just sent out the biggest reach of a tweet I've ever read in my life. It says, for what it's worth, Carson Coolman was the NCAA tournament MVP in 2018. He won an NCAA championship, so he's got some championship level experience. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> oh man! Like honestly, that, that
0: is the worst. Do
1: people read things before they put that.
0: That was the hey, worst. Hey,
1: I played in a pee wee level tournament and we won. We won the tournament. I Everyone on now. Twitter's
2: calling for Lauco call to come in. Oh because my of his God. performance in the Q uh, is it the Q? Yes. Yeah. Like, and then were... and
0: then what about the the guy that just signed um uh, there were so many people that said the Bruins signed him. No folks. The AHL Bruins signed him. It's a minor league deal. It's not an NHL deal. And I'm surprised oh, by people that.
2: just I just That's... I
0: can't stand why people just like yeah. shoot from the hip, you know what I mean? Just do some investigating
2: surprised really not hard. Out of me that he only signed the ahl deal i've seen apparently there was quite a lot of interest in him
0: yeah he's an undrafted overager and available to go right to the providence bruins for next season yeah. you coco gated us this morning mark oh, well <laughs> <love it. laughs> my coffee cup <laughs> on my coffee cup uh the person that that made the coffee obviously at, at heavily dolent's yeah right here in my town of amesbury uh they uh they put, I drink coconut coffee. I'm a crazy guy, but uh, yeah, she put cocoa as in K O K O, and I was just like, oh, Rob,
2: Cocoa Gate hashtag Cocoa Gate, still alive and well. Yeah, he's so gonna be, we... he's going to be the first line center next year. Yeah,
0: oh, why not get him in the lineup tonight, huh? Well, I, got...
2: I know, just fly him over from Russia. Why not?
0: This is exactly <laughs> why I mute most of the people on Twitter. <laughs> Let's get this kid in. He's just signed a contract and, you know, let's let's It's a very
1: shiny toy. I don't get I it. Know.
0: I know. I love it. I love it. I love when people say screw the uh hey, hey, screw burn in the last year of his uh entry level deal. Get him in there tonight. Coolman can skate. Like
1: the kid is he skates oh, he's like fast. a win. I still think he needs some some polish cuz he can't finish. Um if he scores tonight, I'd love to have say I was wrong cuz but then again, you know what? You look at it. When um, St. Louis got the uh, first suspension they put in Sanford, it's probably one of the best moves they did all, all series.
0: Damn. Kids played amazing, so we'll see. Yeah, he's definitely adding a certain factor to their club. Um, Grizzlik. Uh, Matt Grizzlick seems to be trying to get into the lineup very hard, but he is getting blocked, um, which is fine with me. I want this kid to just be healthy. Above all sports and everything like that, as a human being, you want to see him healthy. But you can't, can't deny his urge to get back in the lineup. And, and believe it or not, this, this year he has been a very uh, instrumental part of this defense, especially the transition game with speed. Um, Hashtag court was wrong. Yes. Um, no, I'm not, I'm not rubbing it. That's in
1: okay. Kind of I was guy, definitely but... wrong. I was 100% wrong.
0: But is it is it good? I mean, it, all right, so let's just say we, we win tonight's game, and I hope that happens. Force a game seven. And do you put him in the lineup, or do you continue to If he's to good to helping? go, sure. Okay. You need him in the lineup for
1: in that puck. That's just and I, I absolutely good. agree with that. It but depends on how Moore plays tonight, though. If Moore uh, plays well tonight, Moore then... plays bad every game. I'm sorry. I've become a, an anti. He's so bad.
2: He played good last game. No, he
1: didn't. I was there live. Uh, maybe you're just watching on the stream and it was going slow oh, for not, you. Oh,
2: not game five. Sorry, a game was it game two? He was no. He just... had like
1: no minutes. Look it up. If he was, if he was that good, Bruce would have started playing, him. Bruce was like taking oh, off Oh, I don't mean he was
2: Eric Carlson on the ice. I mean he was good for what he had to do. Grizzly no, plays extra minutes because enough. of how good he is. Yeah, the bad mean.
1: dude. He's bad. He doesn't. You know what his problem is? This is the only thing I'm noticing. I'm just like, for some reason, when he gets the puck, he decides to think first. Just go with it. Like trust your instincts. It's like he doesn't trust himself anymore. He's just making so many weird, 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 weird things done with the puck. Like, he that has might the open man. If
2: you scratched for like seventy odd games of the season, No, nah, it yeah. shouldn't be it. I'm sorry, he's a professional.
0: The, uh, the defensive pairing for tonight's game is Chara McAvoy on one, Krug and Carlo on two, and Moore and Clifton on three. They're going to have a – and they're playing in St. Louis. so You, you expect a lot of work out of, the, out of those six guys. And um, hopefully they bring it because, you know, it's certainly going to be needed. And well, better support. Better St. Louis is nervous. Yeah. Better support St. Louis is nervous. Support, yeah, well, I want to see more support in front of uh, Tukarask and less uh, staring around being passages and watching the play. I think that's really friggin' annoying. Um, moving to another injured player that's, that seems to be trying to make his way back is, uh, is Chris Wagner, the mayor. Um, coming back, from, he's practicing, he's with the team, and uh, recovering from a broken arm. Um, I don't know. Where to go with this one? Would love to see him in the lineup. I know he adds a certain element of grit, uh, speed, and and in your face type of hockey. Um, but at this point, is it is is it to is it good to rush him and possibly sit a player like a or somebody else? Or don't no, mess, no, don't mess with that
2: fourth line. I'd just I'd leave it. I wouldn't try and put a guy in that's obviously still hurt. I mean the guy's not 100%. I'd rather see guys that are out there and ready to play and that aren't going to get hot, hurt halfway through a hockey game and then run with less players. I'd rather see the guys that are there now.
1: Uh I don't know at this point I don't know if it can hurt or not like that's the problem like you're not playing well man. Atari isn't playing that well. I'm sorry. Yeah. A- Corrali's playing well. Atari, Atari. Mm, not so much. Like Wagner actually was playing fantastic as soon as he got back in the lineup. And maybe they need his, his speed grit. Um, because for some reason, right now, these guys could use anything. I'm at that point where I'm like, just try anything. Just make this all go away. Make it happy again. Right. I just want happy times. Because right now, the hockey I was watching was bad.
0: Yeah, and like I said, it's not going to be any easier in the uh, Belly of the Beast in St. Louis, enterprise arena in, in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, but they could be really freaking nervous. Yeah. Or sorry, as our listeners would say, really wicked nervous. Well, they- to tell you the truth, the uh, doing a little bit of research and, and, and just hearing what it, people are saying on Twitter this morning, uh, taking advantage of uh, a St. Louis Blues team at home is, is so important because they don't have a very good record on home ice. They do have a tremendous freaking road record. Um, so I think uh, the my, like keys to the game. Let's see what keys to the game right now for Game Six. Win. Yeah, my my uh, uh, the Blues are five hundred at home, so get, getting to them early and often is, is going to be important and hold the lead if you get it. Uh, my second is uh, is better support for one another, especially in the defensive zone. Uh, quick transitions out and, uh, is going to be important against a, a hungry blues team that's going to want to win and hoist that cup uh, on home ice. And uh, the third is the veterans on the team. They just got to step it up, bring it on the bench, and bring it on the ice. Um, an emotional game like this, just do or die, uh, get it done on the score sheet and, and motivate them as best as possible. If they could do those three things, I think that it's, they'll be successful. But they, the Bruins can't get in their own heads and especially can't let like the, the officiating that might even be shittier than, than the last game. Shittier dic- than shit. Yeah, the, dictate the freaking outcome of this game. You just said dick. <laughs> so. That's, those are my three keys. You, I mean, I, we already got you for one court. What do you think on the other two? Uh, top six needs to show up,
1: and if they don't show up, they're not going to win. Um, and then the last is get to the puck first in the corners. Their forecheck has just been brutal the last couple of games. They, were playing, they played great forecheck in the first period of last game. They were getting to the puck first. Like, the Bruins are faster than St. Louis. Use that to your advantage. It's not a disadvantage. I don't know why they're acting like it is. Like, it's just mind-boggling to me.
2: Yeah, my my three are mainly discipline and then try and attack the defenders one-on-one because they seem to be doing a really good job of that in games one and three, I think it were. Uh, And then just win your board battles. There's a couple of times where they seem to have laid off in the corners and they just need to play like the Bruins have been playing all season and dig in get that second man in for support and get someone out in front of the net.
0: Absolutely. Um, and and we, we are going right through these freaking topics. This is crazy. Um,
1: well, it's, it's
0: been two games. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, i I, I got to say something about Brett Hull uh, and, and how he's in just an absolute embarrassment. And, the middle it, finger, eh? Yeah. It's like you're supposed to be an ambassador of this sport. As a retired player and a former St. Louis Blue, I, I just think that I—that's—that's I, I, that's something from a fan and not a former professional, in my opinion. You know, I—I uh, I, I just didn't see any class in that at all. I, I get the—I get it that you want to get your the crowd pumped up and you want to do whatever you can, but you know, a, a guy in that in his position and what he's done for that city, I, I just thought it was a little classless, in
2: my opinion. He did the reverse Ference. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Swore yeah this time... from, the, from the stands to yeah. the actual players. Um, <laughs> it's just—it's a cheap move. I mean, the guy—the guy doesn't care, obviously. It's the kind of guy he is. He's probably shit-faced. Um, oh yeah. Yeah,
1: I was going to say that he was probably <laughs> yes
2: <laughs> labeled. He was dancing around with a guy from Barstool. So oh, yeah, that's some chiller. Well, yeah. yeah, that
1: just says a lot. And there he goes right there. Hey, yeah. P.S., that guy was right near me. I wanted nothing to do with him. When I was, it's, unfortunately, it's so funny. tackled and put on TV when I did not like that, um, yeah. that Barstool guy was there with his stupid T-shirt on that makes no sense. Pucks in deep. How about just pucks in the net, you moron?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that Barstool come to Boston and kind of get booed out of the place. Uh, and everyone hates the fact that the thing was stamped on the flags. And then they go to St. Louis and everyone seems to love them. So, yeah, yeah that was kind of weird. And I know we're not talking about them, but I, it, it's just one of them things. It's, it's just a stupid thing. It was shown as well. Like it was advertised around by a lot of people that it was doing the middle finger and everything. And a few of the St. Louis blues, like reporters and stuff, retweeted it, which was... Kind of stupid, um, yeah, I just think that kind of stuff needs to be put to one side. You wouldn't see an experienced player coming in throwing the finger around, I don't think, especially don't one, so. especially well, one you that especially, yeah, especially one that played so long ago, so yeah. You wouldn't see Ray Bork coming in throwing the finger around anyway. No, absolutely not. <laughs> you see Cam Neely throwing a
1: water bottle like like he's uh oh, man, he the red socks pissed. Well, he should yeah. be. Come on. Oh like, no, yeah. I know. I'm not I gonna know. get over it. I'm never getting over that. That was terrible. And,
2: and no one interviewed Neely after the uh game. I I'm kind of glad of that, because I think it ripped reporters apart. But, oh. And then people asked Cassidy about the whole like I think the reporters should have just shut up about the non call thing. Cassidy just... was a frickin' all star with his answers. Oh yeah. But you could see how like I think he wanted to say more than he actually did. You could see him kind of biting yeah. his tongue, trying not to give Because like, everyone was saying like so many cultures have been suspended for the same acts. And it's they, obvious... get, they don't get suspended, they get fined. Well, yeah. Sorry. Fine. fine. But um he didn't get a fine. He didn't get a warning. Didn't get anything. You know why? Oh, we don't There's know if he didn't get a war- We don't
1: know if he got a warning.
2: Oh, well, I I think something would have been probably said if he had of. Mm. He probably got a warning from like the GM or the owner to kind of calm it down with the comments, but
1: I don't think he would have. I think they would have been definitely on his side on this one. They look yeah. pretty
0: pretty pissed off.
2: Yeah, yeah well, true. And I,
0: I heard behind the scenes, uh, Bruce was running around like a chicken with his head cut off. Absolutely bullshit. Um, hey, what but, do you mean? Um, uh, Matt Castle, uh, reporter for um, Bruins Daily, he mentioned on the Shell Squared podcast uh, the other day that, um, yeah, Bruce was a little bit unlike himself uh, after the game on uh, Thursday night. Yeah, there's a, yeah yes. I, I would assume so. And then, and then kind of like paraphrasing here, kind of toned it down when the, uh, when the presser was going on because, uh, you know, obviously stuff that's said there is very uh, – is, is watched by, you know, the, the league officials and so on. So, um, I mean, hopefully something like that fires this team up and, you know, they get something out of that. They need to a, score the first goal. Yeah. I mean, yeah. set the tone. You have to set the tone.
2: That's the main thing, score the first goal against a defensive team who don't attack too much, but they don't start rushes, and just defend until you get another opportunity. That's what the, the Bruins Star did. Start Corrales' line regardless. Team. Yeah. They've been amazing off the start as well. They yeah. get, They seem to get possession of the puck in the offensive zone and just move it about really well at the beginning of a game.
1: Frickin' Nordstrom, eh?
2: Freaking oh. rock star. <laughs> Amazing. And that's another player who was chastised at the beginning of the season for not living up to the hype. And then come when, it, when it's clutch time, the guy's been insane. So,
1: You telling me people are wrong? Oh, no. Yeah. Shut no. the front door. They can't be.
2: Jesus. They're always right with their takes. <laughs> 100% of the people on earth are wrong at some point
0: That's funny um, I am fresh out of topics, friends So this is probably going to be a very short show Unless you guys get something else
2: What about the Charles Barkley comments on Marsh End?
0: Wasn't that Tra- last round?
2: Oh. Charles Barkley? Yeah,
1: yeah he, he, but I thought he, that was last round
2: no i thought okay. it was this round i've been seeing it on twitter for the past couple of days so it seems like it's fresh what do you yeah. say a
0: ba- base- basketball it, guy
2: yeah he basically said that uh he kind of if he had to play against a guy like Marchand, he'd want to punch him in the face i think he did he like had dennis cool. Rodman. yeah but <laughs> he, he was saying like oh i'd want to punch him in the face uh yeah he seems like an irritating guy blah 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 and then and did a quick like comment back when someone asked him about the comments and he just said, Oh, it sounds like Charles Barkley really wants to be my friend. <laughs> and then that was it. I didn't say another word about it, but that's crazy. I, like, I don't know where that came from. If that's an old thing or like court said, it might be last round.
1: Yeah. I thought it was last round. Hey, I could be a hundred percent wrong. i usually
0: am, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, we're going to do a short show. Um, the, we didn't talk about the Barbashev suspension. We did not. Wow. Um and that was one of the 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 three hits contact to the head plays that had no penalty. That had no penalty, but uh the repercussions of that hit were felt afterwards um when the player safety, NHL's player safety reviewed it and they gave uh Barbashev, what's his first name? I can- Ivan Babishev, a uh, piece of game, shit. A, yes, a game suspension. <laughs> Dirtier um, player than most players on the Bruins. Which I thought was uh, definitely warranted. Um, but I, I, I don't understand why nothing was done with the, the Krug um, hit to the head or the slew of foot to uh, Nola at the end of the game, which ultimately
2: resulted just, in a goal.
0: Just give us a call on the ice, for God's sakes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just do your well, job.
2: Plus that Tyler Tyler Balzac, the ex-Leaf, does that, and Leafs Nation goes insane about it, and is clapping, and blah, blah, blah. It was just like Sammy Blaze hit on, I think it was, uh, who was it? I think that was David Backus in the corner, where he leapt into the hit. I think that was in game four. That was a no-call on the ice, no suspension. And And the funny thing is... Ivan Barbashev during his draft year was uh, this elite playmaking center who was going to come into the league. And now look at him hes like the fourth line rough guy on the Blues. So that's kind of funny. I thought they were going to
1: actually like call better because of how the refs were embarrassed the game before when like, you know, Tarasenko does that uh, soccer play where imaginary gets hit and penalties are called. I thought for sure. I'm like, okay. The refs are probably going to give the Bruins a couple ones here just because, you know, St. Louis made them look like idiots. Nope, that's not that's not the case. The refs are going to make the Bruins look like idiots and just not call anything
2: because they're afraid to. Is it the same refs for every game in this series or do no. they change them game by game? Change them game by game. Do you reckon they took out the most trustworthy refs?
1: <laughs> well, no, if you think about it, that. they've booted out so many damn refs this, these playoffs because the NHL is an embarrassment. That, uh, they don't yeah, have I said, choice. yeah, the NHL is an embarrassment now, right now. When you God have terrible. former players coming out of the woodworks now saying it's an embarrassment.
2: Like, yeah, my it's, dad it's never so gets bad. fired
1: up. I talked to them after the game, and he was fired up.
2: He was like, well, this is a joke. Patrick Sharp was saying that it was a bit of a joke on the, I think it was Sportsnet or something. No, sports. Was. NBC That's Sports. NBC Sports. That's it. Those are the guys that He's, yeah. But he had choice words about it, and I was surprised at that being an ex-Black Oak and some of the stuff that he got away with in his time. Good player, but every so often, a few dirty things in there.
0: Wasn't he on the 2013 team with Chicago yes. Blackhawks? Yeah. Yeah. That figures. Um. Yeah, so, I don't know. The bees just got to come out, dig deep, find a way. Force Game Seven, um, and and hopefully get it done. I I, I really want to come back here. Just you know, bouncing off the walls trying to get this this day through and this podcast through to just to get to eight o'clock and start this Game Six and see where our fate ends up. Honestly, but um, I I, I want to say that the Bruins are gonna win. I hope they do. I hope for everybody they do because uh, it would be mean so much for not you know for us to see that thing hoisted in Boston it's been hasn't been done since 1970 so you know there's always a little history to go along with everything else in this in this storied franchise so I I don't know I just I just hope they get it done I hope they find a way and I mean just be resilient and and do do what you got to do listen listen to everybody on the bench get motivated and that's it I mean I can't I can't really honestly think of anything else but I mean I just get it done yeah hopefully they bring a better effort than they have in the past two games, honestly um if
2: the Bruins go down by a few goals, do you reckon they'd just start selling on everything like get tapped on the shin pad with a stick and just dive all no. the place? That's and what they I just don't say want to the refs, like well, you're not gonna call it. we're gonna do exactly what they do. I don't think they would do i I think Cassidy would kick someone out of the game if they even tried anything like that but it'd be funny for someone to actually turn around to the refs and be like how are you going to call me for a dive like that if you're not going to call a hit to the head
0: i actually i actually got together on friday night um with a friend of mine and we had a couple of beers and she was she was saying that what would the bruins do like if they want to play that type of game and like oh well if, if st louis got, is getting away with all these calls how far can we push the button? You know what I mean, and and which ultimately can like put them in a very very awkward position when it comes to being in the box and and giving up a power play uh, possible power play goal to a to a team that just is is loaded with talent that could that could bang anything home.
2: Yeah, true. This my point was more like. If there's five minutes left and you're down by three goals. Oh, okay. All right. Do so you start selling it and just make the refs look bad and just be like, well, what are you going to do? Well, I wouldn't do it straight out of the bat. I mean, you're just ruining your chances of going on to game seven. But Can we just
1: score more goals? Yes.
2: I yes. just hope. Like,
1: score more goals
0: than the other team. Just show. Win. Absolutely. All right, guys. That is going to do a wrap on the show. But um, before we leave for another episode, we'd like to thank our faithful listeners. And please ask that you all rate, review, and subscribe to our Black and Gold Hockey Podcast on Apple Podcast slash Apple iTunes or any other pod- platform that you currently use. We'd also like to thank today's show sponsored, betonline.ag. And as a reminder, please go to clnsmedia.com slash Bruins and use promo code CLNS50 to get 50% off your first deposit. For myself, Mark Allwright, Courtney Lalonde, and Rob Tommy we wish you and loved ones a safe and happy week. Let's go Bruins. Let's get this cup back. Let's get the series. Here we go. Take care everybody, and thanks again. Thanks for tuning in to this week's show. You can follow the guys on Twitter at blackandgold277 at courtlalonde and at rob40bruins. You can also send us an email to the show's account at
2: blackandgoldhockeyblog at gmail.com.